Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week, as usual during the football season, is my dad. How are you? Everything's great. And we have our correspondent from across the pond, here in the flesh, a Christmas miracle, a New Year's miracle, Alex. Hi. Thanks so much for having me back. Oh, I'm so happy that you are. Welcome. Yes, it has been a long time, and we are so happy you are back. Um, So let's start off with the week that was in the NFL, Week 16. Um, A very interesting one that really the entire balance of everything going into the playoffs and even the broadcast schedule for Week 17 hung upon one game, and that was the Steelers versus the Saints. The Saints had to win, so they would be at there would be a guaranteed playoff game in week 17, like that play-in game for the Sunday night, and there is, thanks to a Juju Smith-Schuster uh, fumble. Um, and he was just, he he was bus- beside himself. He couldn't handle it, and the Saints hold on 31-28. to The ball was stripped. It was stripped, but he wasn't down either. Uh, it, it's it's very unfortunate. I mean, and you saw the poor guy, the cameras had to find him, and you know, see him. But weeping. with contact going down, he doesn't put two hands on the ball. No, that sounds like a that sounds like fundamentals, and I don't know where you've been in 2018, but in football, fundamentals don't count no more. It's it's weird watching it because so it's so easy to punch the ball out. Like anytime you see one of these like perfect DB plays where they get a good angle on the ball, yeah, it just gets punched out. There's no holding on. So yeah, it's how do you not just wrap it up? <laughs> There's no shame in the game. No. There's no shame in striking out. There's no shame in fumbling, really, until it costs you a game. And they were driving. He was inside the field goal range of Boswell, and it was indoors, so he it was likely we would have gone to overtime. But so if you cry and you say I'm sorry, it's okay. Well, it's not that it makes it okay, but look, a, a, he seemed humbled by it. I mean, this was a guy who, le- leading up to the game, was telling fantasy players. You know, let's do this. Let's go for it. Start me. I will guarantee, you know, he was making all these guarantees about his play on the field that he'll win you a fantasy championship. But who was the star on the field that day? Antonio Brown, my gosh. Exactly. But, and look, you know, I'd, I'd mentioned previ- last week how I talked about how since the beginning of the season, I made a prediction that the Steelers would go under 500. That did not happen. And it, I, I equated it to the Madden curse because Antonio Brown's on the cover. Him as a player this season has been bonkers, and especially with a Week 17, 16 game against the Saints, that second half was unbelievable. But right now, because of this loss and the Ravens winning as well, they went uh, they went to uh, Los Angeles and beat the Chargers on a Thursday night game, 22-10. to 10. Lamar Jackson is something else, I'll tell you what. But because of that win, right now the Ravens are in uh, in the division lead, and the Saints are outside looking in. They need some help. Now, can you go far running and not passing in the league today? Um, if they don't... I, ex- mean, I mean, like, what kind of forecast would you give the Ravens? In the playoffs? Yeah. Um, 
If the, if they, they, they create a lot to prepare for. They do, but I, I will say this. They do have to host, but the team that they're likely going to host is the team they just played in the Chargers. Um, and if the Chargers are for real, you know, maybe one game, you know, this was not the best game. And plus, these rematches so close together, I mean, you kind of have to give the loser of the first game the, the edge, like they learned from their mistakes. I've, right. I've, normally, I've been finding you it's the the winning team wins again. Like, okay. in recent history, anyway, it's sort of, you'd, I think you'd back the the winner will win again. Because there's not enough, th- there's, Going into it, are you really going to have that much pre- more preparation? Well, I mean, there's there's something to the preparation part of it, but uh, see, I don't know. Me, it, I think the Ravens could get one win most. Mm. I don't think that they would then make it to the conference finals. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. So the Ravens won twenty-two to ten. I mean, Rivers had a an awful game. Um, Gus the bus and Lamar Jackson just. I mean, that's all they need to do is just they can't get nobody can catch them. Gus runs through him, and Lamar is a super scat back at quarterback. It doesn't even matter if he throws it. He just needs to get first downs. That's all you need to do. Um, yeah, but it's it's almost thrown. It's like turning the clock back. I mean, I don't know if this strategy is, you know, can really carry you that far. Well, the, I mean, did Lamar Jackson, you're not going to feel it fear his arm, and, you know, right. I don't know. <clears throat> well, that's why I'm saying, like, at the most, they would win one. We're not going to be talking about them on Super Sunday. You know, like right. yeah, championship Sunday. They're not going to be there. Like that would be crazy. Now they do have a very good defense. They do have a very good defense, and defenses can carry you far. But you just need somebody on the other side of the ball, on the other side of the field, saying, "Well, let's stop Lamar Jackson, and this is how we do it." So, but yeah. So right now, as it as it lays, they would if everything stays as is, they would host the Chargers. In the wild card round. Right. Um, but a couple more uh, playoff spots have been locked up. The Cowboys win their uh, third out of five uh, NFC East championships, 27 to 20 over the Buccaneers. Um, That's a bit of a surprise. No. Well, the Cowboys. I mean, me couple... going into the season, you thought they, they were the best team in the division? No, you had to say the Eagles were the best team in the division. Right. It was just with the Cowboys. And after the first couple weeks, it didn't look like the Cowboys could got on their horse but no um the saints as as for mentioned they locked up number 1 seed across uh, the rest of the playoffs so they and don't it breezes undefeated playoff games at home i think so yeah in the in Breeze the dome painting era they're 5 and 0 or something well, they they're undefeated right. in in the um it at home yeah yeah they don't have to play another outdoor game um, right. Where's the Super Bowl this year? Do you think they're worth a bet on the future? Yeah, you have to think so, because they're good offensively and defensively. Right. Can and the Bears give them any trouble? I think they could. I think they could. I think they could definitely, but the offense worries me. I mean, they have right. very, quite honestly, minus, I mean, Breeze versus Trubisky. I mean, that, that's an obvious Breeze win, but I mean, running back and play style, very similar. It's just Breeze knows how to expand the field. Trubisky can run better than Breeze can. I think Alvin Kamara is better than anything the Bears have got, though, right? Uh, no, no. I, I think talent-wise <laughs> and skill-wise, but... When he you, is fun to watch. But the way that um, Howard and... Who's the other running back there in Chicago? Gosh, I forget his name. But uh, all he needs to do is just throw out, and t- throw out a screen, and they make plays. Um, 
Well, it's been my question all year long. Is Are the Bears this year's Eagles? Um, of the the N- Eagles of last year. Comparatively, yes. Comparatively, like going in. They're, they're, oh, they're still off the radar. Yes. I still think so. And quite frankly, they so they beat the Niners 14-9 to um, in a game that was far closer than it really should have been. But, I mean, they're still in contention. The Bears are for the number two spot. I mean, the, Ra- yeah. uh, the Rams went into Arizona and whooped up 31-9 to on the Cardinals. Todd Gurley, though, interestingly enough, he had a knee inflammation the previous week, and it was a question if he was going to play. He did not, but they just plugged in C.J. Anderson. It's like nothing ever happened. The only, right. it, the only thing they did, and he went for 100, what, 176 yards? Like, he was unbelievable. They still threw the ball. Like, Robert Woods had the game of his life. So, you know, the Rams, I think I, I think that they might hold on to the 2 seed to be close, but I think the Rams are not going to go down to New Orleans to beat the Saints, but I think the Bears have a better shot, too. I'll say okay. that. Um, speaking about the Eagles, in a game that Houston really needed to lock up the 2 seed, couldn't get it done 32-30. to 30. Nick Foles and his band of believers have continued. And that line was Texas plus two and a half, and it was a two-point game. Yeah, it was a two-point game, Philly. Uh, and you mentioned the Bears. That was a four-and-a-half-point game, and they won by five. Yeah. So a lot of very close spreads. Very, very close spreads. Uh, Tennessee and the Colts both kept up their playoff hopes alive. Tennessee beating Washington 25-16. to Derrick Henry with another big game, although not as big as he had recently. And the Colts overcome a late deficit to win 28-27 to over the Giants. Lux, the comeback player of the year? I absolutely think so. I mean, I can't think of anybody who's, who's been better. Um, and with that loss to the Texans, New England jumps from the third seed to the second seed and are in line for a... Uh, the only a team to be undefeated at home this year, 7-0. and it Gosh, can't happen again. I can't. It well, can't good, we can't let no, it happen no, again. No, 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 no. The good news is, the good news is, there. It's it's so unlikely that they're going to get the one seed. It's still on the table, but that is absurdly. And we'll get to we'll get to week 17's games, but you know it doesn't help that Kansas City loses a game that they should have, they could have won, but I mean in the end they didn't. 38 to 31 in Seattle, tough taste place to play. But I'll say they've, this: they've been exposed. I think so, and I told I talked to you this Christmas morning about this, Dad. But Kansas City's defense and their undisciplined—exactly, that's the problem. I mean, the one guy was trying to when they had um, Wilson like pinned in the backfield, he threw it for a first down. The guy tries to tackle his feet. It's like, what? What are you doing? He tries to tackle the the I think tight end. Isn't that what he runs with? Right, I know, but it's like, why? What? Who are you? But (laughs) number one. But two, the penalties. They are the most penalized team in the league. And I haven't done research on this, but I'd like to see, has the most penalized team ever been to the Super Bowl? But how come the refs are getting involved late in these games? Well, that's scary. But, I mean, that's also the home field. If they paid them more, they would feel more important and stop throwing so many flags? Well, Make it a full-time job? Well, I mean, there was that, that guy who got in, what was it, Reuben Foster's face? Who was the guy in Buffalo? <laughs> yeah. He said, you called me a what? What'd you call me? But that and it guy, turns out he had a history of doing that. Yeah, because he's been saying things to other people. Like basically, you play like you you're terrible. Like not. Well, exactly. you know, when when the camera shuts down, other things can happen. Right. Exactly. Or you know, there's, that's why there's only one ref who's mic'd, but there are many players who are mic'd. So mm. it's interesting how that goes. 
Um, so yeah, but I, I don't. I'm starting to not like Kansas City's chances in the playoffs because they're so undisciplined. And Andy's been doing a great job this year, but, but they can't stop the run. But Andy in the playoffs frightens me. He that's he runs out of gas. He really does, and he gets pass happy. He really, really does. Um, the Raiders and win. getting the get ridding Hunt was a problem or no? Oh, you've got to do it. No, not only did they have to do it, but they just, just like the Rams, they plugged in somebody else. Another big they game. They had to do it. Another for the optics, number one. Number two, for what Kansas City's difficulty been in the past. Who was the guy who shot his girlfriend and then shot himself in the head in the parking lot? He was a chief. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it, But the thing is, is that plug and play. The only, the only position that matters who it is there is the quarterback. The running back, if you have a good enough line, you plug him in. Damian Williams, C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson played on two other teams this year. He got cut by yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, but he also played against the Cardinals. Right, but he got cut by the Raiders. And I know the Raiders won their final home game in Oakland. They still they still cut him. And there was a team that lost Marshawn Lynch. Are you telling me C.J. Anderson's not better than Marshawn Lynch in this is this time of the year? So he goes to Rams. They plug him in. He's been on the team yeah, for three yeah, days. Yeah, but you're measuring him against Arizona. Do, doesn't matter. Can you can you okay. run a hundred? If if you can tell me you can run 178 yards on on Arizona. Okay, we'll we'll see how that works. Okay, well then that's what I'm talking about. Okay. And the Jets lose thirty-eight to forty-four. Aaron Rodgers decided to become Is that Aaron. News? Well, Aaron Rodgers decided to become Aaron Rodgers. Although I will say, I was very impressed with the offense. Uh, Elijah, and he ha- he hadn't won a road, a game, road game in preseason or the regular season. Well, and that he, was the last opportunity. Well, the last thirty minutes of the game, he decided that I wanted to win the game. And Sam Darnold, I am very impressed with him. I'm very impressed with Robbie Anderson. I'm very impressed as a Jet fan with Elijah McGuire. Um, but the thing that lost it was time management and coaching, and I know who's squarely to blame on that and who I was name I will be seeing losing their job on Black Monday, and that's Todd Bowles. I mean, he's not coming back. There's no way he's coming back. Vikings keep their playoff hopes alive 27-9 as well. So let's move over to this week in the NFL. with um, And so with the Colts and the Titans winning, that is your play in game. NBC is so lucky that the Saints won and that the Colts were able to beat the Giants because now they have won they have a game that people want to watch Sunday night with playoff implications. And you gotta like the uh, Colts. Yeah. Um I do yeah, the Colts are given three. They're Tennessee's on the, doing the fade. Yeah, Tennessee's Tennessee's hosting. The Colts are getting are giving three. They're minus three. I, right. I I think I might have to say luck, luck in the cult. Oh, yeah, I like it. I like it. What do you think? This is where they stand up, right? Like, if you can't win this game, you if, don't serve yeah, if you can't, so yeah, exactly. Like any game you're going right. to be fired up for, yeah. this is it. No. But it's the perfect opponent for them. I think so. And it'll make for a good game. Um, so who do you like this week, Dad? Well, I like the Colts, and I wouldn't want to be a Bengal this week. That's a 1 o'clock game, isn't it? Uh. No, it's a four twenty-five game. Oh, it is. So they'll know. No, 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 no. Have, um, was it conference games and not conference, uh, not conference, uh, division games. Division games start and end at start at the same time. So there's, they'll know, they won't know before they start the game. No scoreboard watching. Right. Exactly. So both the Ra- so the Ravens host the Browns at four twenty-five, and the Bengals go to Pittsburgh. At 425. So those now, the Browns, what do, what do you make of that game? 
I mean, they're they're kind of making a stand late in the season, right? They're just sending a notice, right? They are. They are, but I think what you've seen, the reason the Ravens have come on because they sw- they cha- made the change at quarterback. And right. because it's not only just a change in quarterback, but it's a change in game styles. The same way when Tebow took over the Broncos, he was the re- it was because they went from a pass first to a run option. You completely flipped the script. So you have an even smaller window of opportunity to look and say, how do we play these guys? Now, week by week, you get more game film, but I, I don't know if it. I, I kind of want to say it doesn't run out this week. They're at home. They win and they're in. The Browns have been playing very hard, but I think that this is also Harbaugh's stand, you know? And I, you can't count on the Bengals to do anything except lose. Mm. So, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, Steel- yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, the Steelers really bothered by that loss. I mean, there's a slim bit of hope alive. I imagine they take out some revenge on, on the Bengals. Oh, they absolutely will. They're giving 16. I mean, that they've been traditionally their punching bag. Yeah, especially this. If, it, if it's not the Bengals, it's the Browns. But the, a line of 16? What do you, you buy? Are you, are you the line 16? Yeah, six, the Steelers giving no, I would, 16. I wouldn't spot 16 to anybody. But but if we're talking about a team that cannot beat the Steelers and and who have been, I mean the, the Steelers need to win and they're pretty much in. Yeah. So what kind of score do you would would you think is realistic there? I would say th- I would say three touchdowns. I, yeah, I was thinking like twenty eight, twelve. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> no. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah. At least four touchdowns for the Steelers. Not not a heartbreaking thirty seventeen. No. 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 The Steel. No. Joe Mixon is the only offensive player on the Bengals. And the quarterback is? Uh, Josh Johnson. No. Oh. I, I was, was going to say Josh Johnson. That's the Redskins. I mean, but that's yeah. the other thing. Like, this is what we're talking about. You know, the, you can plug in anybody else. I mean, look, James Conner goes. But that's th- divisional. 16 points in a divisional game. But And that's, that's, that's going to be a nationally televised game? Yeah, um, Probably. I think that's the game that they're going to go to. It's either that or the yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I got to rethink that. Yeah, that's too many points. I mean, that's that's. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Let me oh, let me no, go to no, five. I can't do that. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's a lot. I don't know about. And uh, what about the Vikings? That that that. I mean, it matters that their game too, right? The Eagles game matters, right? Uh, yeah, so the Vikings are hosting the Bears again. The Bears are still playing What's for that? what? What's that? Where are they playing at? I Minnesota. I, I didn't see that line. Minnesota. I, mean, I guess like four and a half. Four, spot on four. Oh, okay. The Rams are at home, and then it's in where? It's in Minnesota. It's in the dome. Okay. Now, Chicago wins and the Rams lose. Chicago has a tiebreaker. They move up to the second seed. Now the Rams. So are, you think you'll get an honest effort from them? I think they will. I I don't think I think Matt Nagy will not want to take it lightly, and also he wants to yeah, keep. Yeah, but this Viking quarterback cannot win. It can't be winning teams. No, Kirk Cousins. No, he has a right? lot. Of, he, he's they were better off with uh, the quarterback they had, weren't they? Keenum. At least he had some mobility. Yeah, Keenum. I mean. Yeah. No, I mean, was that an upgrade? I know they spent a ton of money. Uh, skill wise, yes. I mean, don't forget, Keenum wasn't like Keenum was a, a he was a project. 
You know, he he came in like where was he? Well, he, had, he had one good year, right? Right, and then but he's he's also been kind of around the map. So just so we know, yeah, but Kirk Cousins isn't the answer. Agreed? <sighs> or mean, you think a, it's still he's out a game there. manager? And as soon as you're starting to say those words about your quarterback, it's not particularly exciting. I think so you need weapons around them to say you are going to be the exciting. Yeah, but that Calvin Cook is pretty special. Dalvin and that Thiel, they got some receivers. Thiel, they, they got some talent on that team. Diggs, I think. Yeah, no, no, no not Cooper Cup. Um, uh, no, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. It's okay. They're, they're the same white. Human. They are. <laughs> they are basically white. They look the same. Um, but Dalvin. Well, how Cook, about that other guy? He's he's pretty good. Who Kyle Rudolph? Diggs. No. He, he, yeah. Yeah, Diggs. Um, Diggs. Right? Yes. I mean, I think he's a big talent. Cousins has the bigger arm than Keenum does. Ke- yes, yeah. he does. He absolutely. And, you, and he, he throws a good deep ball. Yes, absolutely. Did you see? Did you see what they did against the Lions? I, I saw the Lions defenders just ignore <laughs> the best wide yeah. receiver. Are those the Lions? Are kidding me? They're baby. Well, they're cubs. Oh my gosh! Um, just so we know, the um, in in the Northeast we get the Cincinnati Pittsburgh game. Uh, pretty much the rest oh. of the, the rest of the Midwest and South gets uh, the Cleveland Baltimore game. That's that's the n- more national game is the uh, Cleveland Baltimore game because they put Nan- Nance and Romo on that. Uh, we get Harlan and Rich Gannon here in the Northeast. So, yeah, but we don't listen to those guys, do we? Nah, well, it's just in the background. Football's not we one. Turn the, we turn the sound down into our own yelling. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so you like the Colts getting uh, giving three. You like the Bears? Get, oh, now I, now it's at four and a half. Now they changed the line f- to four and a half. Minnesota getting four and a half. So giving I, four I, and a half. I guess that's spot on. So I have Bears plus four and a half, and you like the yeah. Bears or the Vikings? Yeah, I like the Bears. Yeah. Okay, so Bears plus four and a half. Colts minus three. Yeah, and I think we'll leave it at that because that Pittsburgh thing is off the hook. It really? I is. mean, I mean, that, I mean, that's tempting to to, to take that sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Houston has to win. I mean, they've won the division. Let me look at the playoffs. Looking right now, they've every won- year they every year on paper they look excellent. Yeah, they absolutely have. And then they play close games, and I mean, I know they reeled off a bunch of wins in a row. Right. So but did they peak too early? Did they peak too early? No, no, I don't think they did. Because cl- clearly the Rams did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly uh, the Saints did, but at least they took a little gasp of air and they can build on that. I mean, not as much as the Chiefs did. It, it seems to be like, yeah, you get off to a blazing hot start and then yeah. you start coming down. But it's very Andy Reedish to do that. You're not wrong. You're right about that. And then he does the fade late. Yeah, he does. So the Chiefs host the Raiders. I, I, I don't see the Raiders winning that game. No. I think, and also, so... No, I, I think they played their Super Bowl Monday night. I mean, that was something else, but... The Raiders, that was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, they really did. So I think that... So Gruden, Gruden, he can do the barn burn, uh, burning, right? He, he, he can pump the guys up for a single game, but then he expect to let down after that. Yeah, so I predict, so Kansas City gets the one seed, yeah, let's take that. Put, right. I, I think I'm going to take them, too. Oh, so you like Kansas City. So Kansas City hosting yeah. the Raiders. Uh, that's 14 and a half. You, know, you just talked about how this— What? That is? That's 14 and a half. 
See, there's no free lunch in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) But you just said it yourself, a divisional game. That's too much. That's too much. Just, you know, keep your powder dry. There's there's better opportunities. And Mahomes (laughs) is going to play that game. Mahomes is going to play as much. Of course. Well, he is fun, right? He's great. He's the MVP. He's the absolute MVP. He is? These last couple of games have been a bit less than Mahomes show. But what he has done this season... All right, if you it's take amazing. who's but who's if you take off Mahomes and Breeze, which team ends up worse? If you take away Breeze and you take away Mahomes, which team becomes worse? The Chiefs or the Saints? Oh, I don't know. I I'd still I think Breeze is the more integral player to this team. No, nah, I I I, I'm, I mean I'm not... before like Kareem Hunt in the picture, like give it to him, right. dump it off to Tariq Hill, do what right. you want. Um but well, I want to do a GoFundMe for him. No, come on. Now. <laughs> all right. It's not getting paid. I all saw right. that video. I mean, yeah, I understand the all right, all right, all and right. everything, but to me, it looked like a dorm room incident. All right, like but a, we're beyond in that. Hallway. I mean, you know, I saw the kick as uh, get out and stay out. It wasn't a stomping. But it did, I mean, look, it doesn't. I mean, how, how do you ruin your entire life for, for, for one evening where people want to. You know, underage people want to overparty in your room. But that, I, is but there the, any defense? But the, the, the his defense is you made the mistake and now you have to pay for it. That's look, it that's the clear. I'm still looking for the white suit it, for Ray Rice in the Hall of Fame. Oh, you mean, I mean Ray, Lewis, I'm, Ray, I'm Lewis, Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis. We know what pick. happened to Ray Rice, so we don't have to go <laughs> the there. But... Not not Ray Rice. No, Ray yeah, Lewis. not Ray no Ray Lewis. Lewis. We're gonna call uh, the murderers. We're gonna call the murderers murderers, and we're gonna call everything else everything what they are. No, look, Kareem Hunt, he's done. He's gone. Stay away from hotels. That's my advice. I mean, I mean you're not wrong. The, the, the difference is, you look at Joe Mixon. Mm. Same thing, didn't lie to his employer about it. That is true. Still has a job. Yeah, Joe Mixon, don't forget, he at Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah, at a bar, on camera, knocked out a woman. Can we get some criminal charges first before we ruin people's entire lives? But if I mean, it's... Do, do we have courts of law? All right. I mean, do we do all this in the press? All right, but I, I don't want to... Am I a judge and jury? I don't want to spend all, all the whole episode on this, but... You believe your own eyes, and what has been seen by the employer, by the people, by the people, by the people. But it apparently wasn't criminal conduct. It, but in the eyes of the employer, and just like Alex said, they asked him, and he lied about it. So guess what? The the circle of trust has been broken. The The circle of trust has been broken. Let's move on from this. (laughs) Uh, that, look, that, that's, the, that's the end of it. All right. Okay. So, so you're not going to contribute to the GoFundMe? No. No. Okay. No. First, I'll give a GoFundMe to schools and education, and then I'll, I'll work okay. on that. Okay. Right. Um, more, de- more deserving people out there. Exactly. Exactly. So Kansas City holds on to the one. Uh, I guess you have to say the Patriots hold on to the two. Houston needs to win to win the division. I mean, if they lose and either— Who, who, who are they playing? Houston is Jacksonville. They host Jacksonville. I think that's safe to say that's a win. And who's the quarterback in Jacksonville? I don't know. I, I said Blaine Gabbert, but I, that was so wrong. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They All that we have to know is it's, they— It's Heineke or what, what is, is it? His no, name? That, that's the guy in uh, Carolina, Heineke. Is it, two, is it a guy with two hands who can hand it, hand it to Leonard Fournette? Yeah. That's it. That's, that's all you need to it's, know. It's, it's hard to remember all these co-pilots. Well, there's a reason. You don't—that's why the, the quit. you know— who name all the presidents is an easier quiz than name all the vice presidents. Right, right. Good point. 
I think Baltimore wins to hold on to the four. I, I, I think that they can overcome the Browns. Chargers will hold on to the five, and I think the Colts will hold on to the six. So do you expect any surprises this week? I mean, there's got to be one surprise. And the Browns are not it. I don't think the Browns are it. You know who I think the surprise might be? Uh, I think the surprise might be Philadelphia winning, Minnesota losing. Mm. I think so, that's the surprise. Someone in the hunt's going to slip up. Because they well, that's a great story. Falls. I mean, he's twenty nine. I mean, I didn't realize he was that young. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Don't forget, Chicago. If they hold on to the three seed, they're going to play the six seed. The Vikings and the Eagles are both vying for the six seed. The Bears can choose their opponent. The Bears can choose their opponent. If they think that Foles, like all that magic, has already been used up, and that the Eagles are not going to be able to go into Chicago. On a, that's probably going to be a night game too. They're not going to go into Chicago and beat them. Then they sh- they will whoop up on the Vikings. If they think that they can take the Vikings, then they'll roll over and let the Vikings. What? Win. They they the Bears going to hurt my four and a half. Well, the Bears control a more of a destiny than either of the other two teams. The Bears dictate wow. if the Vikings make it or don't. Well, if they're in their division, they're not going to want them to make it. Exactly. So, you beat the Vikings. And the Eagles, About the four and a half. The Eagles should be able to take on Josh Johnson, or John, Josh Johnson, who is the actual quarterback of the Redskins now. Um, He's playing loose, isn't he? He is. He is. Hey, look, and, he, and, he, and he covered that ten and a half. That 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 was a nine point game. Hey, everybody told me that Adrian Peterson, they would just stack the box now that there's no Smith and there's no Sanchez, and he still ran for like a hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. So, well, nobody likes to tackle today. No, no, there definitely is not. Um, so I think that the I think that everything stays as is minus. I think Philly takes the six spot. I think that well, you you're really buying into the hype, huh? I am, I am. That the false makes that big a difference. I think he does. Oh, has what has he shown you that has made you doubt that? Well, I mean the Texans are fading. They beat like uh, three backup quarterbacks. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. All right, fair enough. You don't have to. I be. mean, I mean, it was the dream last year. It was a miracle. <laughs> well, let's say, let's say everything stays. It's, as it's hard to repeat. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Well, if the top four spots stay the same, Houston's the three. They play the six. The six is either going to be the Colts or the Titans. So that's divisional. They can handle both. I, they have the ability to handle both of those teams. Okay. So I'm just saying. All right, let's move over to college football for a few minutes, for a few moments here. And I mean, I I'll be honest, I have not watched any of these bowl games um, up until we're recording this on uh, Boxing Day, uh, Wednesday, December twenty sixth. Uh, and so much so that it's news to me that there was a even a bowl game was canceled. How, you know, because of what? Uh, lightning. Uh, at the first, well, we list. are we are a scared nation, aren't we? Well, I just think the whole country's soft, son. <sighs> I, I just go. I just think that's how irrelevant the bowl game is. I, I go think... off at half time and I'm just like, not ah, even they didn't I even make it out the, the first the first quarter. Oh. <laughs> and the irony, it's the first responders but, but bowl at the Cotton Bowl. Stadium. Well, it. My, but I also like that it's the <laughs> first responder bowl. So number one, you're gonna have people. 
You're the gonna... first responder ball? Are you kidding me? No, that's the name of it. It's it's that's the, the one that was canceled. The first I, responder I ball. Locked out loud. Yeah, you, you, you can't make this stuff no. up. And it's played at the Cotton Bowl. Meanwhile, the Cotton Bowl is not played at the Cotton Bowl anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry that you know I like Boise is State. Is this fake news? Are you serious? I'm about serious. All? What do you? Well, of course, it's it's real. Boise State, who I do like, um, and the and Boston College. But this also goes to show you, Alex and I were having this conversation, and I've talked multiple times about the college football playoff system expanded to eight. You make these, and then then when it becomes eight, you're going to be uh, you no. know touting ten. No, no, because here's what you do: it's set up perfectly. You've got the conference championships on the the last Saturday in November. The first Saturday in November is the Army Navy game. Then the second week of no, of December starts the bowl games. You make those first four, eight bowl games, whatever, playoff games. Yeah, but you haven't watched any of them. But because I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to watch Tulane versus Louisiana. Utah, <laughs> Utah State versus North Texas. Are you sitting down for that? You getting excited? <laughs> yeah. How about Georgia Southern and Eastern Michigan? Am I am I am I titillating you yet? Appalachian no. State, Middle Tennessee. We ready? No. Yeah, we're not that bored. So you have four playoff games December 15th. Four playoff games December 15th. People are going to watch that. People are going to go see Alabama. Right. They're going to go see LSU. They're going to go see Ohio State. They're going to go see all Georgia, everybody who's in the playoffs then. Then you take a week off. So December 15th, that's when you play the games. You take a week off. And then you don't come back to dun dun dun, dun when the actual playoff game, the playoff bowl games are, which is December. When is that? Where I can't even find them. Where are they? Oh, December. Oh, for the love of December 29th. So you've got time off for for family for the holidays. You've got time off for the quote unquote academic reasons, where they can pay an intern to do your finals. And then you've got those games. You have weeks off in between these games. It's set up perfectly. Well, that's when the guys put on weight, and then the star players aren't playing anyhow. I mean, it's a, it's a, getting more and more reasons not to watch than there are to watch. So you make and them. And the saturation is unbelievable. So you make them watch. Look, people are still going to go see Syracuse and West Virginia. Those teams will travel. They're people ranked. People will wait for the Monday night and see the championship game. Right. But if you, so if, and look. College athletics is based on money. It's all based on money, none of which goes to the players. It's all based on money, though. So you Well, wait a minute. Some of these guys are on uh, scholarships, so money's coming somewhere. Right, scholarships so they can go to class when they just have a graduate assistant. Look, this has been, this has been proven. In so many of these places, the graduate assistant shows up well, for their, what, their final. What happened to the unionization? I, th- I thought they were going to you know, force action. What happened? Well, they tried it, but here's the thing. And? Well, it it didn't take hold because you have you have players who sit out at, for their red shirt and seasons, and they they come in as a quote unquote freshman, and then they leave because all you need is you know a couple years out of high school, and you can go up to the draft. And as it is, all of these not only are you mentioning you know players are sitting out of bowl games, some players are even sitting out are coming back for a season. Because the draft is so weak, they want to build up their their spot. Like this is this they're already talking about how this draft is going to be so dearth of quarterback help. The draft you're going to see Derek Carr get traded. Guarantee it. Derek Carr will be traded. Why? At, 
at the draft because there's no no quarterbacks available. And are you telling me has John Gruden you showed that he's willing to hold on a player when draft picks are available? Because <laughs> last I checked, Khalil Mack is leading the Chicago Bears into the playoffs. Last time I checked, Amari Cooper is leading the Dallas Cowboys into well, the playoffs. Last time I checked, they had five first round picks. Yeah, and guess what? They're about to get some more. Yeah, and they're not going to do anything. Yeah, you really think so? Yes. I'm not feeling that. We are, we're laughing here now. Come <laughs> draft day, you're going to see seven. You're going to see seven first round draft picks by the Raiders. Come on, and they don't all have to be in the same year. By the way, you're going to see they're going to yeah, be well, a lot. Well, listen, there's two years, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So trust me, Derek Carr will get traded. That's all I want to say. So. Right, so so they can tank for sure. No, I think. Well, don't forget. And now, so now that they played their last game in Oakland and the stadium isn't ready in Las Vegas, so now they're talking about the London Raiders for a year. Alex, how do yeah, you feel? Yeah, that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? What do you think, Alex? Oh, it's never going to happen. No? Like, here's the problem with the London franchise. Everyone who supports a team in the UK already has a team. No one's going to stop supporting the Chargers or the Chiefs. No, or knowing anybody. that they're just renting an apartment. Yeah, like, no one cares. Like, again, you're going to have that problem that, like, when the Steelers came, Right, it was a Steelers home game because yeah, all the Ste- the Steelers have a massive fan base and no one cares about the other team. But well, the, well, what about pirating and wearing that patch? Does that mean anything? No, that's more Spanish, right? I say that again. Pirates, pirates, pi- wearing the eye patch. Raiders, oh, Raiders. Oh no, no, no! Like, like, we're British, man. We don't like. <laughs> you, you're lucky if people turn up in jerseys. Like. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait a minute. You talk about you talk about fan bases. The Raiders have one of the big fan bases. It's the like nationwide, like Raider Nation. It's a thing. Like the Raiders, yeah, it's the like Steelers. Every day. Yeah, the Raiders, the Steelers, the Packers. Like they have the Cowboys. They're, they have national. Post, yeah, they, that's a national team. The Raiders are absolute. Has to be an international team. Yeah, and it's like you, you see the hat. Like you you walk down the street and you'll see people in Raiders hats. It's right. Like, there's always that question of, do you know what that means, or do you just wear it because it's a fashion element? Um, but, like, selling out Wembley three times, four times a year is one thing. Selling out for eight regular season games, home games. When you, you, when you suck. Like, when you're crap, when you've just got a team full of first-round rookies in a terrible draft class. Like, right. Is that going to bring the fans in? Like, yeah, you know, and, you, you and you're how, homeless. You notice how the talk of Jacksonville moving to London has completely evaporated. Yes. Yeah. Guess what? They're selling their they're selling out their stadium now. Yeah, because like, they won. That's good the run only reason people come to London. They want a cash cow, and they get it. Do you but, think? It, do you think it would help if they move around to different stadiums per game? I mean, come on. There's there are so many there are so many soccer stadiums over there. No, because like again, are you going to displace your Premier League football team so that a traveling circus of NFL can come in? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know how they get so many dates at Wembley. Because yeah, there's nothing else going on. <laughs> Eng- the yeah, England yeah, national I mean, team I mean, doesn't play that often. Like, <laughs> I mean, it has a name. I mean, it has history. I mean, people know it has name recognition. Was that the Old Old Trafford? Old Trafford's really good. Yeah, but like, any, everyone in Manchester, oh, do you want to watch some NFL or do you want to watch Man U? Like, come on. Mm, it's not. Good point. Like, we sell out Wembley to, like, Bon Jovi and... You too. <laughs> like we're not picky. Please just sell some seats. <laughs> well, let's move. All right. So, so let's move over now to the Premier League. 
You want to talk a little bit about that? I know Liverpool is right now up at the top. I know Manchester City, Man City took a big hit, right? Yeah, Man City have just lost two games in a row that they should have won. Um, so it's sort of become a bit of a gap at the top now. So it's like Liverpool six points clear of Tottenham, um, seven points clear of Man City. Um, sort of the big news recently has been um, uh, Jose Mourinho getting ejected from Manchester United after two years. Um, yeah, the coach, right? And it's sort of... I don't know if it's similar in, in American sports where it's just you get that conception that the, the, the manager has lost the dressing room. Oh, God, yeah. Um, like more, probably common in baseball where you get like a manager yeah. getting kicked out, none of the players change, and all of a sudden there's this sort of bounce. Yeah. Um, like in the NFL at least, it's like a new manager comes in, they sell players, like Oakland's a good example. Yeah. They get rid of half the players, half players come in, and suddenly you've got your own team. Whereas in football, it's like he's out. All the players are the same. Um, X-Man U legend um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has come in as an interim manager. Right. And suddenly they're winning. Um, so two win two wins in a row and looking good again. Um, and yeah, it's so weird seeing just players jog around just not caring. <laughs> um, it's like your professional is earning. Getting fat on their Patreon. So what is that like when you chop a chicken's head off and it just runs around crazy? <laughs> like, like, like when you take the top guy out, everyone else pays attention. Yeah, suddenly it's like, oh, well, if, if I keep underperforming, maybe it's the, not the manager that's going to change. It's going to be me out on the street. But yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. Self-preservation kicks in. Yeah, like again, the agents and the players have so much power now that yeah, like Pogba can just afford to just jog around and not care because as soon as the guy in charge that he doesn't like goes, well, great, I can start playing for the next guy, and I'm still going to earn my money. Like, right. I'll sit on the bench and earn 160 grand a week. Well, I mean, all the, the money, there's so much money in the Premier League. Um, it's, but, it's a labor management story that goes back uh, timeless. Yep. Right. But again, it's sort of Liverpool at the top, like, only conceded seven goals. Um, like, everyone talks well. about sort of the offensive firepower of Liverpool, but it's really been their defense that keeps winning them games. So, But they're looking Impressive. really good. Um, Klopp's got their manager's got a good set of good brain on his shoulders that he's talking their title challenge down a lot yeah um but yeah like five wins out of the last five games you can't really see anyone challenging no. them so no i don't think so now what about this with the with the arsenal fans have you have you heard about this like with, oh throwing a bottle at um delhi alley at their latest london derby with tottenham yeah well they were well they were just talking about how because i read this interesting article because the owner of arsenal is uh russian or, or he's money like he, he's money, yeah. yeah so he's, he's recently bought out um, Stan Kroenke, who was previously the yes. sort of majority shareholder. Was it Arsenal? Out. I didn't really hear. Oh, he was Arsenal. No, not Kroenke. What's his name? Oh, he's another know. one of these American um, <laughs> like media moguls who own, also owns an NFL team. Um, <laughs> the Glazers? No, that's, no. I, no, but anyway, so the so Arsenal. Basically, I read this interesting article that talked about how you know you know way back when twenty thirty years ago, maybe even less than that. You know, the ownership of, like, Arsenal was, like, sort of an also-ran. They were a second-tier team. And, you know, fans, you know, basically hooliganism was, was alive and well in Arsenal. And then all of a sudden the uh, the money ownership comes in, spends the money to get the to get Arsenal up because there was a big, like, um, like a boon. Like, just all of these foreign... Um, uh, uh, foreign, you know, moguls come in just like you were talking about Americans, even buying up these Premier League franchises and then spending money to get these big players. And so Arsenal, Arsenal jumped into the top tier. And how many, how many wins, how many 
So they the, sort of the 2005 season was like the Invincibles era. So yeah. they're undefeated across an entire season. So yeah. 38 games, wow. didn't lose a game. Wow. Um, and that's sort of been Arsenal's high watermark. Yeah. Um, I mean, sort of the mid-90s were a really, really big expansion for sort of Premier League football. Yeah. And that was basically due to the advent of sort of Sky satellite television in the UK. Yeah. Um, so they came in and suddenly mm. football rights became a massive deal. Yeah. Um, so that spurred a lot of clubs into yeah taking a professional approach and suddenly you had nutritionists and people coming in and really thinking about the business of football properly yeah. rather than just it's a load of dudes just running around on the pitch to get punters drunk in the stands right. um, like it's a tv product now. yeah no it, yeah it jumped but the thing was it, the product jumped but the fan base stayed the same so you all of a sudden have like oh money like so you have money coming in you have business suits coming in but you still have the hooligans there, and so a lot of that hooliganism is now showing up. I mean, it, it's, it's rearing its ugly head again. You're starting basically. to get that less and less. Basically, I mean, Arsenal specifically has one of the most expensive season tickets in wow. Premier League football. Right, um, and so yeah, a lot of that is being priced out of the market. Um, and right. like, there's a there's sort of a, an away ticket guarantee, mm -hmm. which is another thing you don't really get so much in American sports. The idea that you have to provide tickets to your opposition. So the traveling oh, fans I get gotcha. provided for. Yes. And that's why you see like the police barricades at the away end because it's the most hardcore fans of your traveling team in your stadium hurling abuse at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you don't really see that. In, like, you're, like, yeah, the Steelers, always, Steelers fans always turn up and you always see them in the crowd. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, great, there, there's this eighth of the stadium that's mm -hmm. just in the wrong color. Yeah. Um, waving their awful towels. Um, <laughs> But every Premier League football game has that. Um, and the, those away tickets are subsidized. So 25 quid ticket, but you got to sit in the away end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, it's... And when you see things like all Premier League stadiums have to be all-seater now, like you don't have... Sort of in the continent, you still have this idea of safe standing. Okay. Um, but in the Premier League, it's all-seater. And the, people complain that leads to a lack of atmosphere. Um it's all one-sided. Yeah. For me, it's... I like to sit down. Right, right. Them. I'm too lazy and old for this. Yeah, exactly. Um, but some people like it, so... All right. Well, there you go. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so we'll just have to see how that goes with that. Moving over to basketball real quick. Um, you know, so the Lakers, who had got off to a, a stumbling start, have now picked up, but now LeBron um, he has a, str a groin strain. But apparently they said it looked a lot worse than it actually was. So a mild strain, he might be out for a little while. But, you know, he's been whining and dining like Anthony Davis um, of the uh, of the Pelicans, like basically trying to make another super team out in L.A. And he talked about how it was hard in Cleveland to try and get his own super team there. Miami wasn't too hard, well, because, you know, Cleveland is Cleveland, Miami is Miami, and L.A. is definitely L.A. But now you have a lot but, of... But, well, what about Carmelo Anthony dining with him? I mean, it, it, that guy should go overseas, shouldn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, Carmelo, that's kind of just like... that. That's a role player. That's a, that's your sixth man. Doesn't play defense. No, no. Um, you know, he's been floated by a really good... Um, uh, a really good time in uh, in Syracuse when they won the national championship way back then. So now, you know, and a lot of owners are actually sort of like clamoring calling for collusion or you know because they they instituted this i forget what the um acronym is 
but it's basically a way for teams to hold on to their star players by like an extra amount of money they can offer that yeah, won't offset right, the right. cap. But apparently like it's already being talked about, like it doesn't matter how much money New Orleans is going to be able to offer Anthony Davis. He's gone. Him and the Brow are gone. Um, well, it's more like the idea that you can't tap up your opposition's best players. Like, there's a specific time that you can approach players and say, hey, we're going to create this, we're going to pay you this much, before you turn their head. And I think that's what people are, sort of smaller markets are complaining about. Like, no, you can't have LeBron turn up and start talking to our players outside of these designated contract with Well, but according to LeBron, he's above the rules. Like, he was quoted as saying, like, the rules don't apply to me. He could also just say, well, I'm just hanging out with a friend. Like, yeah, we talk shop. Like, I'm not an official representative of the Lakers. I'm me. Like... Yeah, I know, it? but I mean, come on. It's, it's it's not provable. It's not provable, but I mean, we're gonna know in the off season when it's like, oh wow, he signed with the Lakers. Day one. <laughs> no way, he did. Shock face. That's not gonna happen, is it? I, I think I think it will because that's what the NBA really what the NBA should do is they should contract a couple teams. I'm sorry, but there I think there's far too many teams and far too many teams that don't change. Like, all it takes is one player to go someplace, and then all of a sudden, overnight, the fortunes turn because, oh, he's going there? Yep, I want to go there, too. And so it just doesn't matter. Like, even with the salary cap? No. You almost make it sound like the fix is in. I think, of course it is. The NBA is a players-run league. Let's but be honest. But popularity is immense. Well, yeah, and, and there was an article, you know, Chris, their, Chris, their traditional Christmas games, highest rating... Ninety-seven percent increase to last year's numbers, and it's contractual that they can't take a knee, so there's no controversy there. Right, and it's you know it and it has an overseas market, not just in right. Europe, but it's also made its headway into the Asian market, which is very hard to do, specifically China. And, but you only have five players really to to pay attention to, maybe to, uh, eleven max, right? Uh, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, you you don't use that eleventh man unless it's it's. No, I'm just it's saying that it's 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 more you know recognizable. They're not wearing a helmet. Yeah, they're not wearing a baseball hat or the batter's helmet or the ear covered and and all these things. They're, and, they're highly recognizable. And they take advantage of their uniforms. They've got they've already got the for a couple of years now. They've had the like the sort of like how the premier like soccer how they have the scorp- corporate sponsorship on their uniform mm-hmm. during the game. So when you buy the uniform, you're getting the sponsor on there too, you know. And they constantly have all of these different jerseys and their influence in, you know, the NBA's influence in um, a fashion and just wow, sure. style, of course. So yeah, it's getting bigger. Well, and bigger. there are great dressers. There's oh, no doubt course. about it. Oh my gosh! I mean, the fact that who's it? I think uh, uh, Rondo, he had an internship at what's a place in New York. The fat, not the fashion institute. I forget where, but he had like he was at, at a fashion house that he had right. an internship. Like that's a big deal, and that's sure. that also pull, what you're talking about. That sort of that zeitgeist, that interweaving between fashion culture and sports and, and corporate. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's a great weave. Yeah, but be, but the league is also dictated by the players. So not and and look, I'm not complaining. I, I'm not saying the owner should always be in charge. Believe me. They have enough of that going on, but when you get to a, when it, players hang out on their own and they talk with, and they're very friendly with one another, and like you said, pretty much five players are all that matters, and you talk and say, "Hey, why don't we do this?" and you collude to go to Detroit 
Meanwhile, you leave all these other franchises in the dust. So yeah. I th just make it easier and contract. That that's not going to happen. No, of course it's not. No, but course, yeah, the, the, sometimes the pro the good the proper answers aren't always you know the ones people like. The right answers yeah. aren't popular, and the popular answers aren't right. It's true. Right. Uh, moving over to baseball real quick. Not much movement, although big trade. The Reds acquired from the Dodgers both two of the two of the Dodgers starting outfielders or part time outfielders, uh, Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp, <clears throat> go to the Reds. Uh, and Alex, what, are, um, what what do the Dodgers get? The Dodgers got Homer Bailey, who they're going to cut, and they're just going to eat his salary. So and that they, tells and they got, me that they're in the Harper sweepstakes. They're cutting salary. They are absolutely doing that. And but and right, I think that he's going to sign with the Yankees. Ugh. That you're not hearing that noise, but I'm thinking back. I remember Catfish Hunters uh, signed at New Year's Eve back in the day. Well, so they have a history of, you know, of pulling the trigger late. I think that so Machado, he he got wined and dined by the Phillies, the White Sox, and especially the Yankees. And there is no mystery team, so it's one of those three. He said he's not going to make a decision until after the new year. Scott Boris. Oh, is, he gets he gets to make the decision. Uh, when he's the prettiest girl at the ball, yes, he is. When his when he's, his, he's not the prettiest one, is he? Well, I don't know. I haven't heard Harper. At his age, I mean, it's got to be Harper. Well. The, but Boris wants the most money, and he doesn't get the most money by going first. Well, Let, where do you think Harper's going to go? He's the bigger prize. I think I think he's going to go to the Dodgers. I think he's a, he's from uh, Nevada. He's a West Coast kid. I honestly, I I thought he would go to the Angels. I thought that would make the most sense. Having Trout and Harper together, I think that made the most sense. But if the Dodgers are making room in their payroll to get him. But the other thing is, though, even if they sign Harper, they're still over the, the luxury threshold. And because of that, they so what people are talking about, uh, insiders are saying that they cleared payroll space, not for this offseason, but for next offseason, when Kershaw it, can opt out, when other free agents are available. Um. I don't well, that's, that's, that's some forward thinking there. Well, there's a reason why they've gone to back-to-back -back World Series. They haven't won it, of course, but there's a reason why they've won the last three NF, NL Wests, why they've been to the playoffs the last six years or something like that. So they're playing smart. And don't forget, they're run by Andrew Friedman, who is the Rays' president and GM. Right. So he knows what to do. Like, they're playing yeah. small ball with big money. Um, so, but, but at the same time, I don't... So Boris is going to wait until Machado signs because Machado is going to set the market. How much? Okay, now this is how much we want. Look, Machado signed for this much. Are you saying that he's better than Harper? I don't think so. But I don't think he's going to go to the Yankees, especially if Machado goes to the Yankees. Machado... But that's a lifetime dream of his. And what other opportunity would this be? You can't sign 10 years with somebody else and then have a career with the Yankees. Boris's dollars and what desire for his client to get the most money will win out. If the Yankees sign Machado, Harper doesn't go to the Yankees. Now, if Machado goes to the White Sox or the Phillies, okay, now we can talk him go to the Yankees, which would be much more likely to happen. But Harper's not going anywhere to get wined and dined right now. They are waiting for Machado to sign. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So. All right, Dad. Well, 
Uh, thanks very much for joining me this week. That was week. fun. That Alex, was fun. thank you for joining me as well. Thanks so much. Um, okay. We, yes, we'll have to have a... Uh, so um, I think we'll have a I post. I will see you for New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh, New Year's Day. New Year's Day, I'm sorry. Yes, we're gonna yeah. re- we'll record, um, I think, the Wednesday. So a Happy New Year to you, Dad. Thank you, son. Alex, Enjoy. a Happy New Year to you. And to you. And to you. And we will miss you when you go back across the pond. Don't and be And when is that? When are you leaving? Uh... Never, uh, January 2nd, so. Uh, maybe we can sneak something maybe in. We'll see. Something. We'll see. I'll we'll call see. you from the plane. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, like <that. laughs> Perfect. I like that a lot. Perfect. All right, Dad. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.